Welcome to Good for the Soul podcast. I'm Brenna. And I'm Katie. And over the past few years, we've learned a lot about self-love, kindness, and cutting yourself a break. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Welcome back to Good for the Soul podcast. Um, Today we're going to be talking about something that could hit a nerve or make you laugh. I'm not really sure which one, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, but today we're going to be talking about the diet trends that we have tried and failed miserably. So um, probably never try again. Right. So one of the main questions I think both of us get is, what diet are you following? What diet did you follow? Um, What diet do you recommend? We're prefacing this by saying we're not nutritionists. We are not certified. And we're both really open about that with everything in life. But from personal experience, we're going to tell you about the diets that fucked us up. So uh, (laughs) which one do you want to start on? All right, let's start. Let's start with severe calorie cutting, right? Because there's this, and I mean, it's true, right? If you are in a calorie deficit, then you will lose weight, right? Right. Okay. But there's a limit, and I think it's very easy to go on Google and say, how many calories should I eat in a day to lose weight? And you look it up, and you see the number, and you're like, oh, God, that's really low, but okay. And then when you do it, you feel like crap. Yeah. I remember when I first wanted to lose weight, I went on my fitness pal. I put all my stats in, and I was like, all right, this is commitment time. Here we go. And it told me to eat 1,200 calories. I'm I'm 5'10", and um, 1,200 calories I know now was not enough. But I think for a couple of months, that's what I ate. And I was miserable. And I was also doing Bikini Body Guide. Which, holy shit. I can't imagine not like, eating all that. Like, that's like, that's a routine that you need fuel. Like, even now, I don't think that I could do it anymore. So, but, and I eat a lot, but like, I was doing these workouts and I remember feeling dizzy. And I thought that's how I was supposed to feel in the gym. Like, I really did. I thought that when I finished a workout, I basically should be cross eyed. And because I work so hard. And looking back now, I realized that like I wasn't dizzy because I was working hard. Obviously, I was working hard. But I was dizzy because my body was like, you have nothing left to burn. I am hungry. And your brain is shutting down. Like, where, where's the food? Mm-hmm. Especially going from eating like I did before I started losing weight where I was eating large pizzas. I mean, you saw me at work. <laughs> when I first started working with Katie... I was ordering large pizzas, like two monsters by myself. I was drinking like six Mountain Dews a day. Six? Oh god! <laughs> I mean, um, one of the higher up guys in the company noticed how many I was drinking, and he told me that Mountain Dew would kill me quicker than cocaine. That's the one time he ever acknowledged my presence was to acknowledge my Mountain Dew habit. Like that's how, I was the Mountain Dew girl in the office, which looking back makes me like get hives because. What? It's so much Mountain Dew. It was a lot of Mountain Dew, but I love Mountain Dew, and I it was whatever. It was fine. I don't think you realize how unhealthy like soda is and how much it's like cutting into like your daily intake until you start counting it. So I did that twelve hundred calories, and I started calculating how much I could eat and drink, and there just like wasn't a lot there. There wasn't a lot there. Um, so 
I severely cut calories, and I suddenly went from the girl drinking six Mountain Dews a day, large pizza for lunch, you know, some quesadillas and Taco Bell at night, and suddenly I was the girl eating one rice cake in the morning. I don't like rice cakes, by the way. <laughs> a spinach salad, that was it, with chicken with like a lemon pepper seasoning, but like not any dressing because dressing had calories. So I ate dry spinach and chicken. And that's what I had. That was it. And I put it in a tiny little container. Tiny. Very tiny. It was like this big because you like weigh your food out and all that stupid shit. And then I also had the same meal for dinner. No snacks. Nothing. And it's like you wonder, right, why, when you're in that moment, it's like, why is this so hard? Why can't I do this? And then looking back, you're like, that was the least sustainable thing I could have done. Literally. You know, and I think I think that's why so many people struggle with that idea. It's like, okay, it's like we all do it, right? Like, all right, I'm going to eat yep. vegetables nonstop yep. and, and very plain and this and that. And when you think about it, you're like, okay, well, number one, great you know maybe I'm making healthy choices but then you show up to the gym and you feel horrible Mm -hmm. so then you start feeling like you're not successful trying to get fit and then you're eating the same things over and over again that have no fun to them right they have no flavor to them yeah vegetables have some flavor but like you know we want them to also they're not Reese's they're never gonna be Reese's (laughs) no no and then it's like okay well if you're thinking about making this kind of change long term I mean, I don't want to live like that. No. I, I love me some vegetables, but gosh, I like, there's, you gotta have something else there. Yeah, I mean, and nobody really t- talks about, like, the side effects of cutting calories so severely, but I'll never forget, like, washing my hair in that period and the amount of hair that came out oh of my, my head. I remember, like, going to my best friend and being like, I'm losing, like, a severe amount of hair. And I chalked it up to hormones, um, but I didn't go to a doctor because I think deep down, like, I knew it was because I was basically starving my body. Mm-hmm. And, like, but I would shower, and there would be so much hair falling out. And it stopped once I kind of recomped my diet and, um, like, started eating more. So it like wasn't hormones. Like nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about the side effects of severely cutting your calories, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a calorie deficit. And it's very true. A calorie deficit is very important to losing weight, but there's healthy and unhealthy ways to do it. And I think a lot of what happens like on Instagram, you see this girl, she says she eats 1200 calories a day, but she's four foot 11. And um, she's been eating like that for a while. And you are like, okay, I'm going to do this. Except you were like five foot eight and you haven't been eating like that. And all of a sudden you're trying to eat 1200 calories after eating 1800 to 2000 a day. And your body like starts freaking out and then you throw in workouts and it's like, Mm -hmm. holy shit, you know? And so nobody talks about the stomach cramps and the hair loss was so scary. Like I would like run my hands through my hair and like literally like strands of hair. And like, it was very, very terrifying. Like I started like wanting to take, you know, the gummies for hair growth and stuff like that. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like what's right, happening? Right. So, but no one on Instagram is like, yeah, I lost my hair when I was trying to lose weight. Like I was like on the sides of my head, like I severely lost hair and it's still like growing back and repairing itself. But like nobody talks about 
that. So it's very scary to be alone in that situation when you have no background in this mm-hmm. and you're just trying to make a positive change because that's what everybody's told you to do. And all of a sudden, like your hair's falling out and your skin's breaking out and you're exhausted and dizzy and you're not sleeping well mm-hmm. and you think something's wrong with you. Well, I think that's a perfect transition to intermittent fasting, right? So that's, that's another one. And again, you know, there are proven scientific benefits of eating in certain types of ways, and that is fantastic. Um, but if you've ever found yourself trying it and you're really struggling with it, so I, I tried it about, about a year ago, actually. Um, and I tried it because I wanted to write about it. And for a little bit, I got kind of into it because I was like, okay, you know, like, I have these times when I can eat and I can eat whatever I want, and okay, I can do this. And two weeks in, I realized that I'm someone who needs to eat in the morning. Like, I wake yes. up, and I'm hungry. <laughs> um, I eat two breakfasts. Sometimes I eat three, and that's just me. So I was waiting until 10 or 10.30 at work every day to start eating. Mm-hmm. I get in around anywhere between 8 and 9. And after two weeks, I realized, okay, I'm going to just be useless until I eat, and I'm going to accept that. That's not good. That's not, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what they're paying me for. It's not nope. to be useless. But I truly, I felt like I could only do basic things. I couldn't do any, like, actual thinking or strategizing. Like, I was just kind of existing until I ate. And as soon as I ate, I was like, oh, man, okay, I'm back. So I was wasting that time. And then at night, I'd come home, and sometimes I was like, okay, well, I can't work out past this point because I'm not going to be able to eat. If I get home, then it's going to be too late. Then what do I do? Then I have to wait even longer to eat tomorrow. And I went through that for about probably about like six or seven weeks and I was starting to train for a marathon at the time and I was like okay there is no way Mm -hmm. in hell I'm going to not eat before a long run in the morning Um, but I was still like okay but people do this and it works for them so I'm not going to give up just yet so I remember going on um, one of my Facebook groups and I was like hey guys has anyone done intermittent fasting and marathon training and some people were like yeah do it it's super easy like you'll be fine don't worry about it you know your body gets used to it and I was like okay. And I tried one day, I made it two blocks and I said no. And I came back home and I ate. And then I went back out and felt so much better. And I never, I never went back. I remember you in that time period at work trying to intermittent fast. Mm -hmm. That was a weird time. Yeah. Katie works out a lot in case nobody knows (laughs) this. She's a spin instructor. She's training for a freaking triathlon. I mean, she works out a lot. So her not eating in the mornings was very weird because she Mm -hmm. has to feel her body a lot. Um, I tried intermittent fasting for like a week, but I also couldn't get anything done because all I could think about was that I was hungry, but I wasn't allowed to eat. Like, I think intermittent fasting is great for someone who is mentally in the place to do it. But if you're like me and you put restrictions on certain foods and suddenly you have time frames that you can eat in, it becomes very overwhelming. It's like, oh my gosh, like I have to eat. And if I don't eat, like I can't eat, even if I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. And um, it became like a big mental spiral for me because I would be hungry because I work out late. I'm not a morning person. We all know this. It's not a surprise (laughs) to anyone in this room. Um, I work out after work, but my intermittent fasting window ended at like six or seven And so I would finish a workout and I couldn't eat. And so I would go to bed and my stomach would hurt and like I would be miserable. And then you wake up and then you can't eat again until like, what, like 10? Mm -hmm. And nobody talks about this either, but fucking brain fog. Like, holy shit. Like you can't work through it. There's nothing, like there's nothing firing. You haven't eaten 
since probably five because I would try to eat an hour before my workout. Haven't eaten since five o'clock the next, the last day. It's 10 o'clock. I'm trying to do work. Nothing's firing. Like nothing. The brain fog, I can absolutely not work through it. And all I can think about is how I want to slam my face into a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch because I'm starving. Like, no, that's another thing. If intermittent fasting works for you, that is amazing. And you are one strong human being. Like, good for you. But we have to remind ourselves that we're not all the same. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, while intermittent fasting can be great for someone like me, the brain fog that I experienced was scary. I mean, like, I feel like I lost an hour or two every morning because, like, I couldn't work through it, and I would just sit there and stare at my screens. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you eat, and suddenly you're a human again. Yep. I mean, you just have to listen to your body. Exactly, and that's, that's the thing. It's everyone has what works for them. So if you hear a bunch of people say, oh, I did it, and it was super easy, like, good. Everybody has that, you know? Like, everybody has what works for them. Mm-hmm. And you have to be conscious of it, and you can't. I remember, too, I would be like, Oh, right, it's 12 o'clock. Right? I can eat again. It would be like 11.59, and I'd be like, oh, uh, I like, have a minute. You have like a timer on your phone. It also doesn't work like at work, like when you have meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember we would like have to go to a meeting, and it would be when I was supposed to be eating, and it was like, the most heartbreaking thing because I was starving. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't tell my boss, hey, like, actually, like, my intermittent fasting window just kicked off, and I can eat, so can I? Like, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know... That's, that's like a huge thing for me. I think like intermittent fasting is great. And for maybe like a lot of working people, it's fine, but it's a lot of fitness influencers are pushing in. We have to remember guys that fitness influencers, a lot of them, it's their full time job, Mm -hmm. right? So like, that's what they do. But for people like us, we work like eight to five and we have to find a place to put a workout in. Like, it's not like we have the the luxury of just like, working out whenever we want. Mm-hmm. It's a long day and you gotta be fueled for it. Yeah, I mean, so I think that's important to remember is like, you know, just because your favorite fitness Instagram person does intermittent fasting doesn't mean that you have to. Mm-hmm. It's like they, you know, just because it works for them doesn't mean it has to work for you. Exactly. I remember another one that messed me up at work. So I'm, it takes a lot for me to ever be angry or mad or annoyed like you really it does it takes a lot mm-hmm. so there was one day I was actually after my first marathon and I was really freaked out because I was eating like for a full week I was doing the carb load and I was like oh my god I'm gonna gain weight from this god forbid I don't look at the fact that I ran a marathon I just focus on the fact mm-hmm. that I'm gaining weight so it's like oh god like after this I'm gonna go on a juice cleanse for three days like I'm gonna carb load for a week gonna run my race and I'm just going to, like, it's all just going to be gone, and I won't worry about it. So I got all these juices. They all came, and I had, it was, like, I don't know, five or six in a day. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun, right? Like, Ugh. juice. Ugh. So this was in my first job. I was working in customer service. So I was on the phone all day. And some of the people who call aren't the best kind of humans. But I was always able to deal with them with friendly friendliness. So... <laughs> It was, let's see, I think I made it till about one in the afternoon, three juices in, and I snapped at somebody on the phone. Wow. And I hung up, and I was like, oh my god, I need to eat. This is not, I am not doing this for three days. I was just mean to somebody. It was not warranted. And then I went to Chipotle, and I never did a juice cleanse again. I could never do a juice cleanse. Oh no, and just, like, you're hungry, and all you want to do is eat. And you feel like the same thing, the brain fog, the irritation, yeah. 
And people said, oh, the first day is hard. You just have to make it through the first day. No, I'm not going to feel like that on purpose. Yeah, like, no. I'm not going to put myself through that for what would I lose? They were all, like, sugary juices anyway. I know. Like, that's. It, I mean, that's the thing. Like, juice cleanses, detoxes, stuff like that. Here is the news flash of a lifetime that might save you money, okay? When one of your friends messages you and asks you to join her fucking detox, tell her that you have a liver. And if it's high, if, it, if it's a liver, if you got one, and the doctor tells you it's functioning, you don't need to waste any money on a detox. Drink that. water, exercise and sweat it out, and let your liver do its thing. It's that simple. Like the detox trend drives me up the wall. Mm -hmm. No, you don't need to pour this powder in your water and shit yourself for the sake of a detox. Just let your liver do its thing. Literally. It like so true. And all of those things too, really, like honestly, they're mostly laxatives. So of course you're going to lose a bunch of weight in a couple days because that's all you're doing and that's all it literally. does. Literally. You're just shitting yourself. Speaking of shitting yourself. <laughs> Here we what, go. That's a great sidebar. Yeah. What a transition. Fat burners. <laughs> Raise your hand if you've been personally victimized by those crazy companies reaching out on Instagram to ask if you want to get 50% off their fat burner and exchange for an Instagram post. Because I have, and I've actually taken fat burners when I was really young. I, haven't, I didn't do it when I was losing weight. But in high school, when I thought that I, I, I was tiny. But my body was changing because I was getting older. And naturally, I had a panic attack because I am who I am. And I was, like, on the internet back in the day, you know. And a fat burner ad came up. And it, I, like, read about it and was like, take this pill and it burns fat for you. It's like, you don't even have to do anything. Magic. It just burns your fat. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, I had, like, a debit card and... I was a server and like, but my parents could like see what I spent it on. So I started getting like really stressed out if I bought these. So basically what I did is my friend who was totally like, she wasn't supervised at all. I gave her money. She bought the fat burners for me and I took them. And um, <clears throat> I woke up in the middle of the night and my stomach was hurting very bad. And I didn't make it to the bathroom <laughs> because... <laughs> Here's a news flash again. I'm so sorry to laugh. Fat burners are laxatives. And they don't give a damn if it's 3 a.m. in the morning. Okay? They do not care. If it's 3 a.m. and you can't see because you wear contacts or glasses and you can't find your glasses, they don't care. When it, that baby's ready to come out, it's going to come out. And 16-year-old uh, Brenna got rocked. She got rocked. And, um... It was a very humbling experience. Um, 16 year old Brenna realized that she had been conned and her tips that week had gone to literally pink laxatives, little pink pill, supposed to burn fat, but it just makes you shit your pants. Oh no. So, um, yep. you know, fat burners are really fun. Yep. Would not recommend. <laughs> so just take it from me. These people, these people are going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, what is happening? Jesus Christ. All right. We also have a, uh, this, this is a, a fun one. Um, so there are a lot of tips on the internet that say, yeah, hey, if you're hungry, 
just do this. Actually, it's funny. My friends and I in college before spring break had something on our fridge hung up once. We were all like, ah, oh, we're going to lose weight before spring oh, no. break. And it was basically like, okay, like it's after 8 p.m. Try not to, you know, eat an entire bag of Tostitos or something. Yeah. Or whatever you have in your fridge. College. Probably not Tostitos. But, and it was like, it's like, no, you're not hungry. Um, stomach growling? No, that's just the sound of, you know, like, put your headphones in. You won't hear it. Very true. And then I was like, oh, there's another one. What was it? I was like, oh, think you're hungry? Just drink water. And oh, yeah. I don't think any of us actually did it. Because we were like, oh, yeah, this makes total sense. No, no, no. no. If you're hungry, the only thing that helps is food. Right. Brenda has another one that she tried. Yeah, Um. so I, you know, <clears throat> when I was losing weight, I was very hungry. I am a very hungry person. I'm constantly hungry. I'm always thinking about food. But back when I was losing weight, like in the beginning, this didn't last long. Um, I would be hungry all the time. And so I had this thing where if I was hungry, I had to go suck on an ice cube and feel it out and see if I was actually hungry. And like mentally, if I suck on the ice cube, like I would tell myself that it wasn't worth it. I would talk myself through the steps of not eating for the sake of a bigger goal. Um, and so I would like suck on an ice cube. Which is like so fucking weird because it's just frozen water. <laughs> Sounds uncomfortable. It was like just like burn your mouth, and you're like, well, I can't eat now. Right. So my mouth is I mean, cold. I was free. Like I, it would be like eight p.m. and I would go get a fucking ice cube out of the fridge, and I would suck on it. And it, it's like the weirdest thing I think I've ever done. Thinking back to it, like, why? Did I think that that would deter my hunger? But it was more of like a mental thing for me. It was like, press pause. Mm -hmm. Really talk yourself through this. Don't you want to, when next time you weigh in, don't you want to lose weight? Like, isn't that something that you want? Well, if you suck on this ice cube instead of eating, then it's going to help you get further. And like, isn't that something that you really, really want? And then how did you feel in those moments? Once you did it, were you like, ah, yes. No, honestly, like, when, when I talk to people about it now, I, like, felt subhuman. Like, literally making, like, making myself suck on an ice cube instead of eating was, like, the most demoralizing experience. Because it's, like, I was almost telling myself I wasn't worthy of eating. Mm-hmm. I was worthy of sucking on a fucking ice cube, which is the most ridiculous thing looking back now. But, like, it's so easy to go online and Google, like, what are the best tips for weight loss? And like, there's so many articles out there and they're written by people who are not like, they're not qualified to write them. Mm -hmm. And like it, like they may not have the experience of losing weight and how mentally taxing it is. Um, And they tell you to go suck on an ice cube. And when you're just a girl trying to like feel good about herself again, and you think losing weight is the key, which it absolutely wasn't. Um, and you see this really pretty skinny girl on Instagram say, yeah, like when I get hungry, sometimes I just go suck on an ice cube. That's where I saw it was, it was a girl and she's like, yeah, I just go get an ice cube and I suck on it and I think about, you know, like, do I really need to eat or am I just bored? Mm -hmm. And that became kind of like the, the mantra for me. Like, do I really need to eat or am I just bored? And like, I usually went with, I was just bored, but I wasn't, I was hungry. hungry. I was truly hungry. Like to the point where. I would like go to bed at like 8 p.m. because I was so scared of what would happen if I stayed up later because what if I ate? Mm-hmm. And 
it was just like a really weird experience looking back now like I feel really sorry for myself during my weight loss process like people are like oh it's so awesome I'm like not really yeah like the, the road to get there isn't yeah it's not streamlined when everything and every influencer you're looking at takes you in so many different directions that don't make sense to you right might not make sense to a lot of people I mean it's kind of crazy you get on Instagram you scroll through and every single post from an influencer or from a celebrity is about tummy tea or fat burner or you know here's the tips to lose weight here's a workout to target air you can't target fat like if we mm -hmm. could target fat everyone would be happy right like your body decides where you lose fat it's not your decision it's not your workout's decision like it's just what happens like yeah you're gonna yeah. lose fat if you work like if you want to or whatever but like those workouts that you see targeting fat, like in certain areas, it's really not like, like muscle build, yes, but target fat, like mm -hmm. fat loss, it's not a thing. And so I think what helped me and why I stopped sucking on the fucking ice cubes is I started unfollowing people that made me feel bad about myself. And it wasn't like, I didn't unfollow people who had amazing physiques, but I unfollowed people who made me dishonor my, my needs. Um, and that's how I kind of repaired, like my mental health was like, Oh, she's promoting like a tummy tea. Well, we know that's not healthy. Yep, we know that's not good. We know that's not gonna work for us, and we don't want to compare ourselves. Right. To like, good that for her. Situation. Maybe it worked for her. I'm like, I a lot. One of my things is I don't want to put anyone down, and like maybe tummy teas work. I don't think they do. Um, <clears throat> but also many, laxatives. Also laxatives. Also laxatives. That's what I mean, if are. you enjoy shitting yourself, baby girl, you go but, for it. Yeah. But like, All I in. mean. You know, but the moment that I brought my self-worth into question because I couldn't do the things that she, like, was doing, like, these, ex like, extreme weight loss things and stuff like that, I just started to unfollow and I started to populate my feed with people who celebrated intuitive eating mm -hmm. and celebrated honoring your body when it asks for food. You give food. And, like, I mean, it, intuitive eating is a whole other episode. It's not um, – intuitive eating is not eating whatever you want. All the time it's mm -hmm. listening to your body and finding a rhythm of portion control and finding a rhythm of respecting your needs and fueling your body properly and that's that's what it's all about is fuel and that's so there's there's one that I tried um, which is the anti-carb I joined that Jesus uh, Christ joined that so and you always hear people say oh yeah like just cut carbs and you'll lose weight yeah. right well it's yeah carbs are important number one they are important fats carbs and proteins are all critical you cannot cut out one thing of that and expect to be fine mm -hmm. so I was like okay I'm gonna cut all carbs out and that's gonna that's gonna take care of this so I did that and I cut out literally every kind of carb oh my God. for a couple days what you eat um god what did I eat protein shakes ate a lot of like chicken and like vegetables especially vegetables have carbs which is funny um didn't realize that at the time <laughs> Yeah, um, nice. They're, they're, they still sneak in. You can't all cut them all out. But no. I think I just ate like beans, and beans also have carbs in it, so didn't really do a lot of work. It was like the starches, yeah, like rice, any and stuff kind of, like yeah, that. So yeah, about any bread, pasta, rice, crackers, pretzels, all that stuff I cut out. Even potatoes, no potatoes. Um, and so, and then I was still working out, which again, carb is one of the fuels that you need to literally live, but also especially if you're working out and you need it. And I came home one day and I was like, I 
that I smelled like pee. <laughs> <laughs> and this is weird. I did not pee myself, but I smelled like pee. And I remember I went to my roommate and I was like, smell me. And he was like, I, I don't know if I smell it, but I, I, it, I smelled very different. And so I was like, okay, that's weird. Um, and then it happened again. It happened again. And I was like, something's going on. And then as I went on, I realized I had zero energy for my workouts and this no carb thing was just not going to happen. So I started eating them again, felt a lot better. So I was also very tired during my workouts. I felt like a car that had no gas or like, you know, when your car stalls, well, I hope you don't know this, but mm. if you've ever had a car that stalls, it, you, you're trying to make it go and nothing's yep. happening. And that's how my legs felt during running and cycling and all these things I was doing. I had no energy. And again, I reached out on Facebook and I was like, oh, I'm in this runner's group. Like, is anybody no carb? And some people were like, haven't had one in years. I run great for miles. And I was like, okay, it's me then. It's obviously me. Something's wrong. Um, so a couple weeks later, I was like, you know what? I'm trying this again. Lo and behold, pea sweat came back. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I think there's a trend here. And every time it's ever happened again, it's happened a couple times where I start, my sweat smells like pee. I'm like, Yo, you know what? I really didn't have any carbs today. Mm-hmm. Yep. There, there it is. That's it. But it's like you, and of course, right, there's a difference between eating, you know, like rice and oatmeal and potatoes and, and pastas versus like, you know, eating five bags of crackers. Yeah. There's a difference. But like, you can't, you can't just cut out something completely and expect to be fine. It's an energy source. It's a really important energy mm-hmm. source. And eating them... Eating carbs will not ruin your fitness, your physique. No. Will not ruin anything. No. It won't. It won't. I, I can't. I can't give any experience on not eating carbs. Don't do it. I'm a big. I'm a carb girl. I was so thinking good. about it recently. They're so good. I don't eat a meal that doesn't have carbs. Mm-hmm. I literally don't. Mm-hmm. It's just who I am. Yep. I am a carb. Yeah. Just you a are big old carb. carb. As you should be. But I think the point of this is that. Everyone is different. Yep. What works for your neighbor doesn't have to work for you. But at the end of the day, the problem's not you. Like, it's very easy to see people succeed with these diets or whatever lifestyle choices they decide to make. Um, and it's very easy to be like, well, I guess it's me. I guess I'm broken. I guess my body like doesn't work. I guess, you know, I'm not trying hard enough. I'm not eating, you know, I'm eating such... I'm not eating, like, enough healthy foods or I'm eating too many calories or whatever it might be. Um, it's not you. You just have to find what works for you. I mean, Katie is gluten-free. Gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free. Not bad not choice. choice. <laughs> <laughs> I would eat, oh, man. And, well, it's, it's funny, too, because people think, like, oh, gluten-free, that's healthy. Actually, a lot of it's, like, worse when you're really, really going to go, like, scientific on this. It's not as good for you. Like, gluten-free bread is technically worse for you in many different ways than normal bread. It's more expensive, and it doesn't taste as good. Yeah. Um, so, it just, I would eat normal kinds if I could. But it's like I've had to, I've found my way, right? So, you think, too, like, oh, gluten, carbs, no. It's like, no, I, I still, the rice is fine, mm-hmm. um, all those other things. So, it's like, you have to find what specifically works for you physically and mentally, too, right? Because you don't want to live your entire life cutting something out completely, I guarantee you no one's going to be on their deathbed thinking, man, January 13th, 2019, thank God I didn't have that pancake. Woo! Yeah, good. 
No. Thank God I gave up carbs. No, you're not going to get there. Yeah, no. Because you have to think about your happiness as well. Yeah. And that choosing the right foods for you as fuel, as comfort, as something you enjoy, um, it's it's all, you have to just think about it in yeah. a positive way. Yep. Being healthy is important, but so is being happy. Yeah. The two can coexist. Yeah. Balance is should. important. You can find it if you don't get wrapped up in the bullshit space we all is. There's a lot of bullshit floating around out there. Unfollow it. Block it. I block keywords from my Facebook timeline so I don't have to see it because it's just what's best for me. Yeah. Um, but try to cut through the bullshit. Don't take laxatives and shit your pants <laughs> at 3 a.m. I think that's, that's the lesson. That's, that's the, the takeaway yeah. from this. And um, <laughs> just try to be a little bit kinder to yourself. And if your hair starts falling out because you're not eating enough, please go to the doctor. Yes. It's not good. Nope, not good. You know? So there's our diet rundown. We had <laughs> so much fun doing. Obviously, our pain is your pleasure and yep. your lesson from life. Don't do what we did. Do not do what we did. All right. We're signing off. <laughs>